Well, hello, everyone. Miguel Nabor here, Awkward Menage. We ain't got no intro music today. Just going to have a quick little chat with a wonderful Miss Lady that I know. You want to go ahead and introduce yourself, ma'am? Hey, everyone out there. I'm Whitney. You've heard my voice a few times on the show before, and I'm just here to kick it with Nabor for a minute and see what's going on tonight. Yeah, yeah, yay. And throughout the next season that we have coming up, you'll hear her voice off and on. She's going to come rock with us from time to time, depending on the topics that we have and whatnot. But, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, tonight I just wanted to, you know, uh, I watched the video. <laughs> um, so I feel like we kind of needed to have the discussion on, you know, what what we need to do, like when our kids, you know, say that they've been molested or raped, and and like the proper steps to take. So this video on IG of this mother confronting the man who molested her child, and it just it made me cringe. Like just, I, I hated it. <laughs> and the way she handled everything was terrible. So. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I just wanted to kind of just address that, you know, having been through the same thing myself, and and knowing others that have gone through the same thing. Like there are definitely better ways that things can be addressed and approached. Um, I know Whitney, you saw the video as well. Did you kind of have the same thoughts that that I did, or or yours a little bit different? I um. I was kind of torn with the video because I understood her frustration and her anger, you know, as a parent and also as someone who's been through that situation before, but also on the flip side, from a professional standpoint, I cringed because there, there are better ways to have handled that situation. And unfortunately, a lot of people, not just in our community, but as a whole, don't know what to do. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I can, yeah, she, she yeah, she had every right. <laughs> like, I, honestly, if I had that chance to go face the face, I probably would have did the same damn thing, um, you know. Yeah. But for the purpose of what she was trying to do, it just, it didn't work. And then it really bothered me that there were so many other women on the stream that were just, you know, congratulating her and saying that they agree with the, you know, the way that she handled things. Um, (laughs) Oh yeah. There were other, there were other women on that post that were just, you know, saying they agreed with the way um, that she handled it. So yeah, I just wanted to just let everybody know. And um, like I said before, I've, I've been through the same thing and, when I was faced with it, like, I had no clue what to do. Like, I even called the police, and they're like, oh, I can't help you, but, well, tell me what to do, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, it's just, I think we, we all need to, we all need to kind of, just everything, everybody, just as a whole, need to know. I've, okay, so I um, I have a background in Children's Protective Services, for um, state of Michigan, as you know, and um, mm-hmm. I currently am in the social work field as a whole. And what people forget is that the first 
thing, the very first thing you do is you isolate your child from the the alleged predator. Um, there should not be any way for that predator to continue to have access to your child. And that's what made me cringe the most about that video is that she had this man back in her home. And the child was clearly there off to the side where we couldn't see because she kept gesturing towards the child. And that made me cringe because you're mm-hmm. you're putting you're re traumatizing the child because you're putting them back in the face of this person who, you know, destroyed their innocence basically. And, you know, a lot of people forget that with situations with, you know, any type of sexual or physical abuse, you need to get them to, you know, an emergency services like a hospital or urgent care or, you know, if your your personal your personal doctor has a walk in clinic, you know, you take them there so that they can do the proper medical assessment and get evidence mm-hmm. and get evidence that way. And a lot of times, a lot of people have a lot of stigma and negative views towards CPS. So if you feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. calling yourself, trust when you go to that hospital or that doctor's they're office, gonna call they're automatically. Gonna call. Yeah. Yep. They'll and do the report people. for you. Yeah, they'll do it all. And they, they don't even, at least in Michigan, when I had to go through it, they didn't even just call CPS. They called CPS. They called the local police. They called the state police. They had the hospital caseworkers uh-huh. there. Like, they yeah. had all these people just flock and surround yes. us and provide so much support, not only for my kid, but for myself as well. Because mm-hmm. as a parent, when that type of thing happens, I, I'm at least this was me as a parent. Like, I just, I blame myself. I blame myself like you, I should have known, I should have seen something like you know that that should have been you, you something that yourself. I should have been aware of. Yeah, you blame yourself and you know you feel hopeless and powerless but you're really not. And mm-hmm. you know a lot of people automatically go to, you know, street justice, you know, the person should yeah. die and things like that. And it's it's always so many more factors. It's, if it was that simple, then all pedophiles and rapists would be dead if it was that simple. And it's right, easy right. for people to it's easy for people to have that reaction behind a computer screen or, or a smartphone. Mm-hmm. But when they're faced with that situation in real life, they won't handle it that way. Right, right. Yeah, that is very true. That is very true. I've had, I've had, unfortunately, I've had quite a few cases dealing with sexual mm-hmm. abuse, and it's usually, you know, someone that the the child knows that had daily access mm-hmm. to the child, where it was like their parents, significant other, or a family member, and it's like people forget that, you know, you got to separate them from that. Like you can't re-traumatize mm-hmm. them. You know, once they go for their forensic interview with the police and, you know, advocacy center, like, just try to get the kid counseling. Get counseling for yourself. <laughs> As mm-hmm. parents, we forget that we got to take care of ourselves, too, so that we can protect our kids. And the only way you should be blaming yourself is something like that, unfortunately, happens to, you know, your child or someone that you love. Um 
the only way you should blame yourself is if you actually knew. Right, and you didn't do anything about it. Exactly. But at that point, you're going to be in jail, too, for failure to protect. So that is what it is. But, like, you know, we we beat ourselves up because we're like, well, I should have known. I should have seen the signs. But some people are so slick and sick in the head with it. That, that they, they get away ha- with it. They've been doing it for yeah. a while. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. happens right under your nose. Yep, and you don't you don't even know it, unfortunately. But I do, I would say I do commend that mother for, you know, because unfortunately in our community, it is swept under mm-hmm. a rug a lot because, you know, especially when it's someone, you know, that has that status mm-hmm. or something, we just don't want to believe it. We give them passes. Um that's not okay. So I do, I do commend that mother for, you know, believing yeah. her child and taking the time to do what she had to do. But, um, yeah, definitely better ways she could have handled it. As and I don't know what state she was in. I know a lot of the people who are commenting and were really, I guess, close to the situation were saying that they, she was trying to get proof that he had done it. And I'm like, with my experience he, in Michigan, you know, I didn't have to have proof. My daughter, we went through yeah. the whole thing. Oh, there's no proof, but that doesn't mean it doesn't happen. What we yeah. had to do, they did a thing called what's called a kids talk. It was CPS, yeah. a couple people from CPS, a couple people from yeah, the state police. Some, yep, yep. And um, some counselors and things. And they sat down with me and we talked. And I, you know, kind of let them know the story and what was going on from my perspective. And then they had mm-hmm. my daughter come in and talk. And then my oldest son, who you you know was around at the same time too, he was able to come in and talk. And from that, mm-hmm. just that kid, that one kid's talk took about an hour, maybe two max. But that one kid's talk, they determined that hey, you know what, we got enough evidence. These, what you said and what your daughter said, what your son said, you know, it all it all makes sense to us. We can we can see the picture. So we're gonna put a warrant out yep. for his arrest, even though we technically don't have the proof that we would like. All of us can say. CPS and mm-hmm. the police and all of us can say yes, this definitely for sure happened. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, because there's, there's, you know, people in our communities who, like, I mean, as a CPS worker, we're trained to do forensic interviews, but obviously that's not all we do. And so there, but there's mm-hmm. people who, like, and I have a love-hate relationship with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what in my instance and and I think you made this point when we were just chatting on Facebook but you know you're nine times out of ten you're not the first victim you are not and I think mm-hmm. the thing that made the difference for me was you know after my daughter told me everything and I really said and I did the kids talking they're like well have you ever thought of it? And I'm like, no, but you know what? After he and I split, somebody was with, you know, after that happened, I linked up with this chick. We just happened to kick it. And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. he's in this controversy with this woman's best friend's 14 year old daughter. And I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. know why I it like, it just clicked like, right. Like, Oh fuck. <laughs> I yeah. it just did not click. But you know, at that time, 
we weren't together. Oh, that's not my problem. You know, I didn't, I didn't think about it. But when, even after my daughter told me that still didn't think about it until they asked me that one question, well, has it happened before? Do you mm-hmm. think he's done it to anybody else? And it just, whoa, like, wow. So there's always, <laughs> there, go ahead. Oh, I, I was trying to cut you off. Um, people forget that that's a big piece of it, that you're probably not your child or you, you know, aren't, mm-hmm. if it happens to you, are not the only victim. So you speaking up is saving someone else's life because mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, like you said, they, especially in the black community, we sweep these type of situations under the rug, especially if it was someone mm-hmm. in the family, like, you know, grandpa or uncle or something like that. And we right, have to right. stop doing that so we could protect all our little boys and little girls, not just, you know, one or two. Right, right. Yeah, definitely. For sure. That was my experience as a kid, family member, and I told my people, and, you know, they want to believe me. So still don't believe me to this day. <laughs> it is what it is. I had to learn to do with it on my own, unfortunately. But we that's that's not how things should be. We should believe our kids, listen to our kids, recognize our kids are smarter than we give them credit for and advocate for them Definitely. no matter what. No matter what. Definitely. No. Um, Definitely. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I was um, that, that previous statement I made about other people, I was thinking, like, you know, get other again, other people in the neighborhood. So if you knew some women that he done dated before or slept with before, they mm-hmm. have kids, you know, that's another option you're going to take. Go talk to them. Go talk, see if they talk yeah. to their kids. Maybe see if you tell... If your daughter tells her story and tells what happened, maybe that would encourage someone else who was a victim to come forward and say, hey, you know what? This happened to me, too. And then when that happens, when you get all the proof you need, don't back up. Don't take that Mm -hmm. nigga to court. Go to court. Lock him up. Lock him up. Yeah. End of the deal. And people have to also understand that people also have to remember, too, that the burden of proof is not on you. It's on us, the mm-hmm. professionals. It's on yep. the CPS workers. It's on the police. You know what I'm saying? It's it's mm-hmm. on the, yeah. the prosecutors. It's on us. So don't worry about, oh, I have to get proof. Mm-hmm. I have to get this person on video. Right, because you're, right. you're exactly. re-traumatizing. You're re-traumatizing by inviting this person over to your home again where your child is at to confront them. No, right. Like, yeah, and you right, and I, I can see. I could see if the kid wasn't home. You know, you didn't have to see him. But yeah, to yeah, that's that's kind of that's. And even then, like I wouldn't. No, I don't. I don't know. But yeah, definitely don't do that. And that's why I was asking myself, like, what steps did this mother take to try and deal with this? Because I'm like, like she couldn't have taken the proper steps. Is this what you think you need to do? to catch this man up. Like, I don't think you you knew the proper steps. And it seemed like a lot of the people on that post didn't know the steps either. So that's why I wanted to take the time and, um, you know, just do this quick little episode and just and talk on yeah. the subject matter. Just make sure that, you know, everybody knew how, how, how to handle such situations. And when in doubt, when, you, when you're still unsure, you know, go school counselors, there's social workers in every doctor's office. 
Like there, there's people everywhere that even if you have a question, that's what Go they're ask. there for. Yeah. And if yeah. you're nervous yeah. about doing any of taking any of the steps, they will hold your hand the entire way. Mhm. Yep, that is true. That the is street very justice true. only gets us so far. Yeah, and it's gonna get you in trouble too. Mm-hmm, or whoever it, whoever, whoever acted on that behalf, that's just causing more harm yep. than good. Yep, because now you're taking that person away. That person that was a protector, you're they're going to be in jail and taken away from the victim as well. It, it was a crazy, yeah. that's a bad, I'm telling you. There's a lot of that video I saw. Like, when she attacked, I'm like, no! <laughs> yeah. Yes, just, I, I no. like, we can't, we no. can't do that. Mm-hmm. No. We can't do that at all. And I, I said this a couple, a lot of episodes ago, and I've said it several times, and I'm going to say it again. Um, and it's something I've had to learn, a very hard lesson I've had to learn, but um, there, you don't always have to react, you know, for every action. Yeah. There does not have to be a reaction, and sometimes not reacting can be the difference between life and death. So mm-hmm. sometimes it's best to just sit still and remain silent and think, trust me, I, I've gotten myself in so many fucked up situations because I don't mm-hmm. take the time to just be patient and be still and shut my fucking mouth and just wait. Like that's all it, you, everything doesn't need a reaction. Everything doesn't. That is, that is very we true. We got to learn that. That's very true. That. We've all, we've all let our little girl or little boy behaviors get us into some grown ass situations. Yeah. That we not even ready for <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> not even ready for <laughs> so yeah that's definitely something we all have to learn learn as well to just you know sometimes yeah I know it's hard oh I know oh I like to talk shit <laughs> I know it's hard but you know sometimes it's best to just bite your tongue and shut the fuck up and sit there mm-hmm. and deal with it because I fully do believe that Karma is real, and people yes, will always is. get their justice hurt. We don't, we don't have to act as karma. We don't have to act as God because that's already taken care of for us. Yep. We just have to sit and back and wait. Yeah, so. that's not our place. And whatever you put out into the universe always comes back to you. Always. Mm-hmm. One way or the other. Well, yes, I, that is very definitely. True. I appreciate. Well, that was my you final thought. Me. Did you have a Did you have a final thought, <laughs> or was that it as well? <laughs> um, I mean that that was my final thought as well. I appreciate you having me on for this quick little tidbit, yeah. little TED talk. Fun, glad you came to talk with us, talk with us here today. I much appreciate yes, it. Just, uh, I pop, I pop in know. every now and then. <laughs> yes, that's what I would love it. Might have to, uh, yeah, we'll think about it. We'll talk, we'll talk. <laughs> I'm still working oh, on the schedule for next season, but we, we can, try to get it together talk. slowly but surely. <laughs> we, can, we can talk. <laughs> people like me, we can talk. <laughs> can we talk? <laughs> nope. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. I fucked up. I should have started singing. <laughs> but yeah, okay. <laughs> well, uh, 
talk to you later. Remember, people, don't don't take law into your own hands. Take kids to the ER and just let them do what they do. And, and get um, counseling. Yes, counseling for you and your child. You definitely your child. You if you need it. And um, yeah. just you know, go from there and still know that you are worthy and loved and amazing despite all of the bullshit. Yeah.